Um, as you know, I sing my own song, so it might sound a little different. Hello, everyone. This is What Are You Doing in Q2? I'm your host, Marisa Monaco, but you obviously know this already because if you're listening, you most likely know me personally. But if you don't know this, then how do you do there? Hello, new listeners. Thank you for joining me as I explore what random people I know from different parts of my life are doing right now in year two of the queue. Today's guest I've known for, I don't know how long, I would say almost 10 years. No, you know what? I'm going to say 10 years as of this summer. She is a summer friend. Um, I grew up going to the Jersey Shore, Brigantine, New Jersey to be exact, and she also grew up going to the shore, and we met on a very eve of a lifeguard ball, and the rest was history. Lifeguard ball, by the way, is um, where your local lifeguards, the whole crew, get together and basically have prom on on a boat, on a cruise in Atlantic City, so... That was a fond, fond memory for us. Hey, y'all. My name is Jenny Picone, and my hope for 2021 is really, really simple. I just want to go see a concert, like really badly. I want to go back to a concert. I don't know about you guys. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, we're gonna have to see Jack Johnson again. We saw Jack Johnson together. Yeah. How many years? How many years ago was that? Every uh, now and then, on either my Facebook or my Instagram, some sort of platform that like reminds you of what you looked like like heinously years ago, um, that pops up that concert. Oh. And to this day, I tell people like, what, when people say like, what was one of the best concerts you ever went to? I'm like, hands down, Man Center, Jack Johnson with Marisa. Like, we had such a good time. That wasn't percent. The best time. I don't even think I was 21 yet. So I was like truly thriving. Like, I don't, maybe I was 21. I don't know. No, I was 21. I think I was 21. I had maybe freshly turned 21 or something. I definitely was many pounds heavier, many pounds happier, perhaps. And just like wearing the ridiculous hippie, like, like flowy pants. (laughs) I remember driving to the concert maybe your house first or your sister's house and then the concert and sort of like getting ready and putting everything together when we were you know it's classic right before you're supposed to go to a concert you have to listen to only that artist nonstop for like days beforehand and then hours as you lead up to it and it was just like such a what a simpler time I feel like we're gonna have to rehearse or like revisit Concert, uh-huh. uh, I guess it would be called etiquette. Like etiquette, we're gonna. Maybe? I forgot that you even listened to that artist leading up to it, but that's so true. Yeah, you remember you literally were like, okay, um, play all your favorite songs, but also play some more obscure songs just in play just in case they play the songs that like you don't know as well, but you want to make sure you like. My favorite is too. Like I was thinking about um, like when you're at a concert and. You're like buzz and like not only off of like being drunk, but also off of the energy and the excitement. Being that I haven't person. felt that in months. Like you're so pumped that you'll hear a song and be so exciting thinking it's a different song. And then it starts going like, wait, why did I even think it was that song? You're like, I don't even remember it. Like, it's like when your favorite song comes on at a concert and you look at your friend and you're like, they're playing it. I wanted them to play that. 
Uh, or do you remember, I feel like they, people don't do this anymore, but like calling your friend or your oh. sibling for that song. Now that it's song just like, playing you put now. a thousand things on your social media that everyone skips over. That <laughs> is so funny. I do remember that, man. That was a great concert. And we spent a little bit of money, if I remember, to get real tickets and to like really enjoy the concert. Yes. Which is really smart of us because I've had some great experiences on the lawn at concerts and I've also had people puke on me. Yes. So absolutely. I think it's hit or miss. I also, I, I do hope that when we can go back to quote unquote real life, we're not too old to no longer like the lawn. Do you know what I mean? Where you like start How to freeze out. Old like, was your sister? Oh, she was. Oh, if I you shouldn't was, exploit her. No, it's okay. I mean, everyone who's listening, uh, other than my millions of fans, is are most likely my friends and know her. But she would have been thirty or thirty-one. Yeah, so, and she was raging hard. She had yes, I think because she had me, she like was inherently younger. I'm like I was already old at twenty. <laughs> yeah, you know what? it's true. I feel like you were such a mature. I guess, 21 year old at the time, because you did have like your older sister and her husband and just all of your friends, I think at least all my friends were always, always older. I think I, at five years old, I was already 20 something. Like I just, that's the way I ran, but enough about me, please tell me and tell all of my listeners what you're up to right now. Yeah. So I, can you believe it? Just relocated after seven years from sunny Naples, Florida, sunny, 75 degrees, <laughs> sunny Florida. Weather. One more time for the fans, sunny. Yes. Yep. And say it louder for the people in the back, sunny, um, to Philadelphia, but I'm in a great neighborhood. I'm in Fishtown, which is just like so cool and spunky. And I have to believe that it's going to be really, really awesome once everything, I, I, you know what? I hate this whole bullshit of like, once everything (laughs) opens, I hate saying that when things get back to normal or once everything opens, like I'm so sick of that notion. Me, me too. Cause we need to figure out a new term because I also hate new normal. That's my pet peeve is new normal. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's not new normal. Okay. It's just what we're going through right now. Right. So right. we need to figure out a new term, not necessarily once things are back to normal, but just like, you know, in a few months, once we're all vaccinated, if that doesn't offend you. <laughs> But chances are something is going to offend somebody. Oh, no. I mean, let's be real. I I am offending someone. You're right offensive. You are offensive. <laughs> uh, okay. We will think about that and we will... Um, we'll check back. We, yeah. We'll put a pin in that and circle back at yes. a later date. Yes, later date. Um, yeah, but I just moved to Philly and I am really excited to be home. I thought that I would be a lot more bittersweet about this move. I thought that I would be struggling a little bit more not being where I was for the past seven years. But honestly, I think when you're ready to make a change and you're ready to do something, you just commit to it and it becomes, it just is. You just, cause you just have to do it. You know what I mean? Um, and after seven years in Florida, I was just sort of ready to come home. Yeah. I think it became a lot more apparent when in March of this past year, I was furloughed from a really awesome job at the Ritz Carlton to which I thought was going to be my lifelong career. For sure. 
Um, because it had been for the last seven years and I really had devoted all of my time and energy to that, which point in case don't do that with any job because or anything in life. (laughs) Yeah, truly, truly like your family and you know, your friends you call your family are where it's at because like the rest and your animals who you call family. All three of them who are all sitting around me right now. You can sort of see we got one cat, another cat, and then the other one is actually um, in a car ride with a friend right now. <laughs> all washed. Okay, so that's where we're at in Q2, sending our cats out for a stimulating car ride in the car wash with a friend. <laughs> yeah, so I'm slinging chicken. My cat is getting my car washed. And so we haven't mentioned this yet. Right. You're slinging chicken. Can you elaborate on what you mean by that? Yeah, so you left the Ritz Carlton, not by necessarily choice. Yeah. So we got furloughed all of the leadership team throughout the entire Ritz Carlton Corporation and Marriott owned by, um, cause Ritz Carlton is owned by Marriott more or less was furloughed. And, um, there was really no sign of when we were going to be brought back. And I haven't done anything except for work the past, you know, 15 years of my life. So I decided, why stop now? So I said, I'd already, I had always been interested in sort of fast food and Chick-fil-A in particular. And I said, this is a great opportunity. Fuck it. Why don't you go get a job at Chick-fil-A? You won't be a manager. You won't be the boss. And it'll be so much fun because you won't have to have any responsibility. Just like go to work and enjoy it. Make some money. I just didn't want to sit at home. So I quarantined or, you know, did whatever we all did for two weeks. And on April, I was, Furloughed on March 23rd and on April 2nd, I started working at Chick-fil-A. Amazing. Um, Like a really short period of time in between. Ended up falling in love with the company. Think that they're absolutely amazing because they are. I just felt so valued and appreciated. And I loved their mission and their goals in terms of like community and learning and development, mentoring, like the young kids that work for Chick-fil-A. And about... About a month later or so, maybe two months later, time was such an illusion then. I think it still sort of is for sure. a lot of us. Um, Ritz-Carlton called me back and said, hey, we're ready to bring you back. Oh, my gosh. I'm home alone my face right now. I know. I wish you all could see. It's a home alone moment. And I said to Ritz-Carlton, bye, bitch. Sorry. Oh, my It's going to be a no for me, dog. That is the um, most, I think, badass thing I've heard that anyone has done in the yeah so admittedly I don't think a lot of people realized because nobody really cares but (laughs) I I think like a lot of people assumed oh we just all eventually got let go but at my core and deep down I know that I basically was like screw you Ritz Carlton and they just you begin to see as you get older and as you, as you have different professional experiences, like the value I thought I had at Ritz Carlton was nothing and paled in comparison to how Chick-fil-A has made me feel. Isn't that amazing? Like yeah. what perspective you've, I just think that's so incredible. Like, and that's exactly what it is. It's perspective. Like life is really funny and it's full of perspective. I don't know. Have you had any of those moments? Where well, you're I like, think, oh. Yes. I think in general, like, you know, like you said, as you get older or whatever it may be shift in like what's going on in life, but you sure. do at some point and it's a continual thing, but you start to learn like, 
oh, what's right for me? Like, I know I'm so stuck on like what I think I have to do, what I think I should do, what everyone expects me, whatever. That's the perspective you are. You're looking from the outside, but not, but with a very hazed lens because it's still coming from you. And then suddenly it clicks when you don't even, you're not even searching for it. You know, you're just like, fuck it. Instead of unemployment, I'm going to go work at Chick-fil-A. And the next thing you know, the Ritz Carlton is like, knock, 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 excuse me, Jenny, we need you back. And then you're like, nope. It's going to be a no. It's going to um, be no for me. And you know what? I think like initially being furloughed, I think for a lot of us sort of like shook us to our core and really makes you say to yourself, wow, maybe I'm not as great as I thought I was. And it's a little bit of like an ego blow and things of that nature. But then you sort of realized what was happening literally everywhere. And I think at the time we didn't realize like the magnitude because you're thinking about yourself and your yes. bubble, mm-hmm. you know, and you didn't realize what was going on. Um, but then I don't know, working for Chick-fil-A was humbling. And I definitely in early on had a couple moments of having to feel as though I had to justify working for a fast food restaurant having come from the Ritz Carlton, but I love telling, I mean, I'm telling you, I love telling people I work at Chick-fil-A. Like for- You do. Your story is constantly flooding with Chick-fil-A content, like a Chick-fil-A employee content. Y'all need to follow me on Instagram because you will get real time live updates about everything going on in the Chick-fil-A world. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a PSA. But yeah, it's, you know, it's funny. Like I think about- people I meet like guys too yes, yes. that like lo- oh my god you work at Chick-fil-a get me free Chick-fil-a like, <laughs> fucking you buddy like uh, bitch you can afford your Chick-fil-a <laughs> I know I'm like you really you waited in this line for 40 minutes and now you're asking me for free Chick-fil-a because you can't afford the 399 chicken stand like come on give me let's be real wait so what was what was and and are you still in that position what was like your entry-level job I literally was like at the cash register taking orders love this headset which by the way for any of you out there that all of Marisa's one million followers don't sleep on working at a fast food restaurant. It is not easy. And the scrutiny you get for it combined with like having to deal with people that come to fast food restaurants, like uh, walks of life, I'll it's really life. hard stuff. I am constantly, constantly impressed by the young high school kids that work for me and what they're capable of doing. Cause this shit is not easy to be taking an order on the headset, making drinks, ringing it in and like, all the while trying to like remain sane. It's really hard. And you don't realize too, like, even though it is a very transactional encounter, I would imagine just the amount of levels of energy you experience in such micro interactions is, has to be draining. Like, I, I mean, like I'm the person on the other side and I feel like I always try to be nice because I did work in restaurants before. So you never know what's going on. But at the same time, there comes a point where 
I might get caught off guard and I try to be nice and I might be like, bitch, why the fuck don't you understand what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, I I can't even imagine the whirlwind it is. It's funny. I think the biggest difference, like the expectations, because now I'm in a leadership role and the expectations. I was going to say, so have you moved? Because you then said the people who work for me and I was like, whoa, this confident cashier over here. It's funny. For the first two weeks, I was so excited that I had no responsibility. Like when something would go wrong, I'd be like, not my my problem. Like not interested. You can talk to the manager who I'll happily get for you. Come, come on, come on manager. But like now I think like maybe after two, three weeks, I was sort of like, okay, I'm ready to start bossing people around. Naturally. Right. If that's like naturally being a fellow Italian from the Northeast, that's just the energy we, that's just how we run. That's how we're programmed. So inherently down the road, only I would imagine a few months because this was about a year ago, you uh, excelled. (laughs) Very much so. I'm proud to say, but it's weird. I you know, it was I, propelled. It doesn't mean you were excelling. It's not that I did excel. Now yes, I'm propelled. <laughs> I, um, you know, at the Ritz, I could always just sort of like sit in my office when mm-hmm. I wanted to. You can turn off, but at Chick Fil A, you just like cannot turn off. The place. Have you like driven by Chick Fil A recently? The place is a. Me- it could make your head spin. It is so busy all the time. I don't know where these people come from. It's funny. I'm always like, I mean, we see the same people six days a week and I'm like, who the hell wants to eat chicken? But then I'm like, fuck, I eat chicken six days a week. I'm eating this every single day. But Jenny, I feel like you could, and no one steal this, but I think you could truly write a TV show about working at a fast food restaurant. It's unbelievable. we might have to team up because this sounds like this is right up your alley. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I'm writing it down for my notes. I might cut this out so no one steals my brilliant idea. But <laughs> dead ass. I think that we're on to something good. I, if you could hear like what people, I wish I just. I need to start writing down what people say. I, yes, you should keep a journal. Mind. Keep a keep a Chick Fil A journal, please. At least. It's funny because when I was in Naples, obviously Naples is a really nice town with a great demographic. And so I would have to say that where I am at the Chick-fil-A in New Jersey, which is right outside of Camden, um, is a lot more colorful. Yes. You know, we definitely um, get a lot more of like an eclectic folk. So like the things that people say to us here versus in Naples is just like really, really um, entertaining. Yes. I would imagine. I was, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, just in general, like I'm sure Naples had its things, but it was probably quite vanilla or I should say. It's just like softer. Just like like people in the Northeast are like, I want my chicken. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. We're like a little harder up here. Yeah. Patience is a lot thinner, like thing, and me too. So I guess that's like I said, that's that that's the energy we we roll, how we were programmed to live. Literally, when I not to go way off topic, when I go to Colorado, I'm like, because you know my fiance is from Colorado. I'm like, you're what my fiance. But he's from Colorado and every, and I love going there. I love Denver. I, you know, I do love it, but the speed. Yes. Oh my God. I am like being 
like torn out of my natural habitat. And like, obviously, you know me, I can go with anything, go with any flow, but my patience gets very tested and it gets to, whether I'm in CVS at the airport, at a restaurant, it doesn't matter. I get like, guys, move it the fuck along. Like, come on. You can't even be mad because they're they're so fucking nice. nice. They're so happy and they're so nice. And you're like, shit, am I not happy? Am I not nice? Just because I want the line to move a little fucking faster? Oh, amen. Wait, so now we'll bring it back to Chick-fil-A. Um, you know, I know you have to go into work after this, but I was going to ask, but I guess you're not, but I, you know, you see it all over TikTok. Do you have employees that are like remote employees or is this like a like Unless, okay, maybe somewhere Chick-fil-A does, but Here's my shtick about this, which is why it's confusing. If we're going to get into the Twitter info here, guys, we're getting inside inside stuff. So you have to pay someone whether they're working from home or not. So there's no real benefit to them. Ah, I don't know. I've thought about this so much. I just don't like it. Like, why can't we go back to the TikTok trend of like people racing to say my pleasure before we did? Yes. Wait, so so we don't actually at your Chick-fil-A, there are no remote employees. Like you haven't seen this? Okay, I feel like it's fake. I think this is absolutely fake, just like those other fake Chick-fil-A TikToks of like people (laughs) running after car, which actually we do do that kind of thing. Okay, okay. So that one's real. Really great. We really are. We're gonna have to do a segment where you and I go through TikToks and we we unveil whether it's fake or not. I think that's totally legitimate. It's honestly making me really hungry to think about. Um, (laughs) Figuratively and literally. (laughs) Figuratively and literally. It amazes me the things that people, listen, I, maybe up until three months ago, I was like, I'm 29. I'm almost 29 years old. I will never join TikTok. Like I'm above this. I'm not interested. I'm not a Gen Z, a Gen Y, a Gen X, whatever the fuck. Whatever generation we're on now. (laughs) I can't go to bed or wake up without going on TikTok. Of course. You know, know I'm like, I, I'm like, I should, I'm closer to the age that would be in the TikTok realm. And he's, you know, well into his thirties. And I'm like, what are you doing over there? He's like, TikTok. Like, what the fuck is TikTok? (laughs) I am like full blown obsessed. You are you making so I'm not, um, I'm not a TikToker myself. I'm definitely not producing TikTok videos, but I, I hit that heart. I like those videos often because I'm constantly trying to like um, cultivate like my perfect for you stream. You know the algorithm of cat videos. I don't know what else do we like to watch? Cat videos. Cat- Yes. Every now and then a dog video will pop up and I'm like, who the hell put this? Who, what, who, sorry. Yeah, well, the, just send the dog videos to me. I'll send the cat videos. To I know. You. Seriously. We, we can work on this together. Look, we have so many things of us working together. Honestly, like, we should just catch up more often because we just thought of at least three different. Well, um, any of these help make us money. Yeah. Eventually. Okay. You just got to put it out into the universe. You really do. You really do need just to. like your Chick-fil-A job. Listen. It's Look, like, you were like, F that to the Ritz. I'm getting my spicy okay. Chick-fil-A. I don't now know. I'm stealing in chicken. Yes. I, Wait, so what is your order? 
Do you have multiple orders or do you have a go-to? So my, um, I'm feeling good about myself order is the grilled club. Mm-hmm. It's a multi-grain brioche. Oh, um, with our honey roasted barbecue sauce. Don't sleep on it. It's so good. But like grilled chicken, lettuce, tomato, a piece of cheese flavor of your choice and some crispy bacon. It's fucking good. And I'll do it with no bread so that I can like, I don't know. Enjoy the bread. bacon and not feel bad about it. Or enjoy like a bottle of wine to a my face each night. Um, preferably. Um, but when I'm feeling sort of crazy, I'll do the mac and cheese with nuggets and buffalo sauce. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sort of like, really? You eat that? That's like my Saturday splurge, I call it. Okay, okay, fair, fair, fair. Like a once everybody a- needs actually it's every Saturday. <laughs> it's a Saturday splurge. You get you have your regular order, tried and true, and then you have like your Saturday side piece. Wait, so is that on the menu or did you like so put it together? I put it together myself, but those individual items are available. Yes, they're all available. Um, you just have to like get a little creative. Yes. Wait, so because I'm curious, I'm like, does Chick-fil-A, like, you know how Starbucks has like their secret, the menu? secret menu? Chick-fil-A do that or is it kind of like, but whatever you yeah. want, you can get it. You get what you get, you know. Okay. Beef with Starbucks, by the way. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to un un un? Uh, what's the right word? Not unveil. I've already used that. Uh, delve into this. Do you want to dive? Yeah. You know what? Um, Starbucks. They advertised for weeks that they would have oat milk. Yeah. Wait. That hasn't started yet, has it? it started on March second, Marisa, and I know this because I'm an oat milk girl. Hey, if you ask for it, they will, well, they'll, they'll attempt to provide, but they won't follow through with that providing. Today is March 4th. This started on March 2nd. I go to Starbucks yesterday morning and what did they run out of? (gasps) They, what, how much oatmeal did you get? Chick-fil-A wouldn't run out of fucking nuggets. I'll tell you that. That's for sure. You know, I joke that um, Jameson made this oat milk thing happen because every time we go to Starbucks, every time. Do you yes, have, milk? Do you have oat milk? I'm like, Jameson, you know they don't have oat milk. And you How know, the now they they But really, like, how late are you? How had oat milk before Starbucks? Uh Uh-oh, we got a Dunkin' girl on the pod. I don't want to be. Please don't put that out there. No, no, she's not. She's Chick-fil-A. Guys, I am not a Dunkin' Donuts. It's funny you say that, though, because every now and then I'll go to Dunkin' Donuts for, like, convenient purposes. Right. Oh, yeah. You're a Wawa, babe. Let's be real. I'm a huge Wawa fan, and... Every now and then I'll go to Dunkin' Donuts though if I feel like I have to. And I'll jokingly like send a Snapchat being like, Chick-fil-A runs on Dunkin'. <laughs> as I'm like going into a shift. But really we don't. We don't run on Dunkin'. Chick-fil-A runs on Chick-fil-A. Just yeah, Chick-fil-A runs on chicken. We really do. We really do. And cows for advertising. Eat more chicken. Eat more chicken. Exactly. That's what they say. I, those, I love our little cows. Aren't we cute? They are so cute. You know what I like? And this is coming from someone in advertising. I like that Chick-fil-A has stuck with the cows since I'm assuming day one, but we'll say day one. You know, most of those signs, and you can speak to this from an advertising perspective, don't even say Chick-fil-A on them. Like no. it's, just brand, it's just brand recognition. That's what mm-hmm. you call that, right? 
Yes. Brand recognition. You know what you're talking about. Thank you. Thank you. I read about it in a Chick-fil-A book. <laughs> Wait, so are you doing, you're doing everything from home right now. I sure am. If we want to talk about me for a little bit, we can. I'm Do doing you have a favorite pajama like that you wear. I live in yoga pants, if you will. I live in, but I live in hardcore like workout shit. But it got to a point where I realized that I was like working out, then not showering because I was like, oh, I didn't really sweat that much. And then wearing it all day. And then, you know, hours would pass. It's like seven o'clock and I'm about to eat dinner or I just finished dinner. And I'm like, I feel disgusting. So I've- Are showers not optional? Well, I feel like showers for me were not a thing anymore, but I've- I love that. Yes, but I've recently started to incorporate body showers back into my somewhat of a routine because I need to change from my workout clothes to my next set of comfy clothes. Workout. I'm not like, yeah, to my next set of workout clothes that I will not be working out in. I've realized, so like for this, I'm like, shit, I'm not going to meet the man of my dreams at Chick-fil-A. So like, what's the point in washing my hair every day? Oh yeah, no, I don't wash my hair. I, I wash it like once a week. And you have the man of your dreams and you're like, what's the point in washing my hair? But I've realized that like chicken has a pretty prominent smell. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I was getting some feedback that I should wash my hair more often. You're getting so. That you were turning into a, a chicken. nugget. <laughs> I am. I am chicken. I am chicken. Like what did um, quarantine do for me? I became chicken. I am one with chicken. Okay. Well, you definitely are because let me tell you, anyone who's listening to this, if they don't run right to fucking Chick-fil-A after this, I don't know what's run, Don't walk. That's what run, we say. Don't walk. This is actually an ad. This whole episode is an ad. For the one sponsored by Chick-fil-A. More chicken, that's right. <laughs> I, I wish that I could somehow sort of like push chicken nuggets to everyone that chose to listen to this so oh. that they would have that, you know, that after they had to listen to us for like whatever amount of time, like at least you could get a free eight-count nugget, but like we'll get them. We'll, we'll tune back in. We'll touch base in like a year when you've really skyrocketed up the totem pole of Chick-fil-A. Can we see each other before then? Oh, we will. We will. We will. I'm confident. <laughs> I really, now that I know you're just a hop, skip and a jump away, I feel like it's in the future. We'll have our own concert. We'll play our own Jack Johnson. Oh, and also I should tell you, and for all my listeners out there, I've started my this is actually what I'm up to. I've st- finally started my laser hair removal journey that I've wanted to do for well over like 10 years now. And I'm finally doing it, but I have to go to Philly in order to get it done because, you know, in Brigantine, New Jersey, there's fucking nothing here. But while I was wondering, um, like, where you were going with that, I was a little confused how <laughs> No. Like what the connection to laser hair removal, but you came full circle. So yes. like I see where you're at now. We did have a point, a dumb point, but I had a point. So we can make it happen. We can arrange for Philly hangs to happen. We will work on um, not only writing this fast food series, yes. together, but as well as how to deliver nugs to all my fans. I honestly feel like we have a lot in store for Q2 and um, there's more to look forward to than we realized. There's, there really is. See, I should have been talking to you all along. I instantly feel a little better. I feel a lot better. 
I and think it's like the Florida, um, still sort of the Florida sunshine. Still still in your head. <laughs> yeah. This is all in a loop. Like this is not real life. Yes. You're like, it's sunny in Florida, but it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Right. Oh, bomb. <laughs> There we go. I love it. I love it. I'm so happy to talk to you, Marisa. Yes, absolutely. Well, we'll have to do this more often. Can please. We, can we please? Uh, yes. But I want to, I, I, I definitely want to see you in real life. I want to see Jameson. I want to see you like wave that pretty ring in my face. Oh, you will. I will. Not you will. I will. Guys, it's bright. For those of you that uh, are, For those are you in, can't see, the she, ring is bright, people. She's shielding her eyes right now. <laughs> Oh, I love you. Yes. Well, before we go, can you share one more or as many more cat ventures as you like, but can you tell us about, I guess he also gets fucking car rides to the car wash, but your walks with your cat? Okay. So you're referring to, um, my third born child. Mm -hmm. So we have three cats here in this house. Um, we have Libby. Libby. Kiwi. Kiwi, yes. And then we have Owen, who just sort of started showing up um, and decided to take him in when I lived in Florida. Um, But Owen is actually special needs. Mm. Yep. So he has um, some handicaps, if you will. He's half blind and he's deaf, which just like creates for, yeah, you say, aw, he's actually a fucking dick. Like he is like sort of a weird filled with love, but also a huge dick. So we actually call him Dr. O, as I'm sure you've seen on my Instagram, because it's funny to call like a special cat doctor in my head. I don't know. It's like that like weird and sadistic of me. Um, but he, I think because he's from the streets, he just yearns and longs to be back outside and, in an effort to allow him back outside, I decided I'm going to be one of those psychopath cat moms that take their cat out for walks. Like if, if people can do that with dogs, I want animal equality. And like, why can't I do that with my cat? So, um, Owen is being leash trained. I support it. Um, so I don't know if you know anything about cats, but when you put things around their belly, their equilibrium just sort of like, (laughs) do you remember those toys? They were like wooden, almost like Amish looking toys where if you pressed the bottom, all the joints would sort of like, but on bump, like they just like sort of buckled. That's what happens to a cat when you put a leash around its belly or anything around its belly. So so I sort of like drag him. (laughs) For, for every couple like walks and steps he takes it doesn't help that two of his senses are already impaired and or gone so we're really so fucking cute though like oh he's so cute yeah he's cute he he doesn't he doesn't clear landings anymore like oh so has he progressively gotten like worse with his special needs or is it like yes oh, okay okay yes um, within like a month, we can't let him out on his own because obviously oh. cats we know are good at coming home, but he's like, I have zero senses and I, I just want to be in the streets, but I don't know where they are. 
Marisa, you should have seen, and he's so sort of like oblivious too. When I drove from Florida to Brigantine, um, when I was moving everything, I obviously, I had three fucking cats with me. And so I couldn't stop anywhere. So you better believe I chugged a ton of Red Bull and other extraneous um, accommodations as well uh, to ensure that I could get through the 18 hour car ride from Florida to Brigantine. And Libby and Kiwi, the two other cats, like I had to put them in crates and put them in the back of the car because they just sort of would would be too much. But Owen sat with me in the passenger seat. He did not move for 18 hours. He sat there next to me. The guy just like has no clue what's going on. So the whole time he thought he was on his couch or his counter in Florida. (laughs) <laughs> he, he just chilling, you know, would look out the window, but really couldn't see because he's half blind, you know, just like <laughs> not sure what's going on. We were stopped in dead traffic. Cars were honking. Libby and Kiwi were freaking out. And Owen is just sort of like, okay, right. okay this is it. But um, my car, my Jackson is getting my car washed right now. And he was like, do you think I should take Owen with me? <laughs> I guess if you want. So I'm waiting for videos um to get of owen like in Uh, please send please send i will send them i'll use them as teasers if you the the, uh release forms the media link in bio please swipe up i know a lot of you've been asking recently what i've been up to and the answer is cat leash training and training becoming a chicken Oh, what a fucking sad world. What a time to be alive. But right? I will say, I think Owen is is also a very healthy metaphor for how we should all just be right now. Like, we don't know what the fuck is going on. So just blissfully look, unaware. Just blissfully unaware. Just like looking out the window like, oh, I don't get it. Like, let me just chill. <laughs> I love that. You know, get, life is about just going out there and getting the car wash. Exactly. I don't really know what that means, but I just feel like if you say life is just and then everything else, it's sort of like good. Your hair smelling like chicken. Boom. Life is just about your hair smell. Sometimes in life, you have to let your hair smell like chicken. Yes. Or sometimes in life, you just are chicken. Sometimes in life, you just are chicken. I don't even think it's a sometimes thing, Marisa. I think I just- you, You are chicken. You are chicken raising cats. Sounds honestly terrible. <laughs> I, I can't believe this is my reality. Okay, so on that note, I think we can definitely end things here. Love you. Everyone uh, has the most ridiculous image of who Jenny is in their head, but also the most humbling image. Yeah, thank I you. Love, I love your current story. I mean, I always love your story, whatever it is, whether it's us going to lifeguard ball as drunken, barely 20 something year olds. Can you believe it? I mean, it's been, it's been a long time since we've been friends and we've covered a lot of ground. Like we, we have done a lot, especially working with only summers. Like summer was our time. Yeah, to- it's I pretty impressive, honestly. We did a good job. This summer is it, right? This is it. This summer. People, this is our summer. You heard it here. Summer. Shoot our words. Whatever thing is out there that's not a drug, but is it is a drug. And our words is our summer. To my life, and it'll be great. 
Oh, I love you. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Thank you so much for sharing everything you have to say.